here we are. We are back for another weekly games chat edition. As you, uh, as if you've ever listened to this show before, my name is Sean. You know that. If you haven't, my name is Sean. Hi, how are you? Alongside me is uh, the other half of the new weekly games chat, the better half, as I always say, and he does not ever tell me to stop saying that. So that means he believes it as well, ladies and gentlemen. Jonathan J. Barron, John Jr. the third. John, I mean, you can stop saying it if you want to. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not here to tell you. I'm not here to compel your speech. I'm not here to tell you to say about the fact that I'm so great and wonderful and virtually perfect. It's all you. This is this is half your show. And John is a truth teller. He does not lie about things. So it is what it is. And ladies and gentlemen, the uh, we have a, a a third mic today. Um, you know him as WGC Chris in Discord. You know him as WGC Chris on Twitch. <laughs> That's correct. Um, and he was also ghost of the show for about six, seven, eight weeks when I was devastated. Um, before I filled my hearts back up, my heart containers, uh, Chris stepped in and he is here today, ladies and gentlemen. Chris is here today. What's up, Chris? What up, everyone? It's good to have you. And uh, yeah, another week. Uh, I believe this is episode 232. Is that right? Sound about right? You are off. A little off? Can you off uh, by about oh, 40? Hmm? Where Apparently, you forgot we had a 250th episode earlier. <laughs> <laughs> we sure did. So, what yeah. are we like at 272? 272, yeah. That's what's up. 272 episodes of this. This craziness right here, right? This is why you have a ghost. Yeah, man. Glad to be calling it quits at 300. <laughs> Dude, do you know? I don't think we'd have happy people if we did that, honestly. Uh, they really... You mean like... You go ahead. If they knew there was only 28 episodes left. <laughs> if they were like, the whole time, their goal was 300 because they really liked the movie 300, which would be just weird at this point if we disclose that, even though I kind of I kind of dig the movie. Um, and then we just we hang it up. It's like... So within 50 episodes, one of the hosts leaves, one of the hosts almost dies in a crash, and then we quit. <laughs> Wouldn't that be We're just reading tea leaves. <laughs> um, what was her name in Harry Potter? Does anybody remember who uh, read tea leaves in Harry Potter? Dang it. Uh, we're going to let the listeners chime in. Any Harry Potter fans out there, write us at uh, you know, weeklygameschat at gmail.com and tell us how much you love it, or hate Harry Potter. It, is it Miss Trolley? Yes. That's ex- yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's exactly who it is. Um, but yeah, I actually, that's a side thing. I really would like to know if if uh, there was a reason I, I brought Harry Potter up and now I've forgotten. And and this is this is no joke. The memory has not been kind to me since the wreck. I don't. I hope I did. Well, they they scanned my head, John. They needed to for a long time. I so. know, and they said it was fine, but I don't know, dude. We'll see. That's their they, mistake. Did they take a measurement? Well, <laughs> New Era does that for me, and it is a massive head size. So uh, that is what it is. Uh, but yeah, it's been Secret. a secret. Huh? New Era is a hat maker. Oh, I didn't have to say. See, John is. 
that makes me happy. Uh, but yeah, I've been, uh, you know, living life. My kid started school and this is about the time John tells me his kid did too. And his kid is smarter. John. He, he is. <laughs> and, uh, uh, every day I just kind of rock the physical therapy out. I kind of do some, do some, uh, some, some kid, I help my kid with her, you know, homework. And then, and then it's like, I try to play some games. Luckily you told me last week about a game that reached a platform that I was very excited about. I'd been out the loop a little bit and uh, I got to play that this week. Um, I'm kind of getting back in the groove of playing other games. It was, it was hard. I had a thumb injury, John, Chris, that prevented me from finishing the last of us as, um, as Chris told me, we were going to do a spoiler cast and I ruined that. Go me. Actually didn't. We still did it. (laughs) Oh, I didn't listen to the show. It's fine. But we, Chris, we, we we yeah, 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 I, know. To the show. I know it was it was weird because you know i was expecting to be on the podcast this that week and then unfortunately i was on for completely different reasons that week right that's right um but yeah so you guys uh you guys did that now i don't have to rush to beat the game i can enjoy it i was at a part that was really tough it was uh if you've played the game i don't think this is a spoiler ellie finds herself with a floor collapsing and you're in a room full of what looks like old arcade. Um, what are they called? Arcade mounts tables. What are they called? Arcade boxes, cabinets, cabinets, and you're in a fight for your life. And if you haven't really prepared and scavenged, you might find that it's a little harder than necessary. Uh, I tried to do it when I had my, my minced up thumb and it was not fun, but, uh, I think that was a bloater, wasn't it? Yeah, he was a bloater, and and there was also just regular uh, guys running at you, and it was oof. they could they could. Luckily, if you timed it right or if you fought him right, you could kind of push them in the way of the bloater, and he would kill him. Um, so that was cool. And then I didn't believe I I couldn't run around really good when I played it right after the wreck, or you know not right after, but uh, and I didn't know there were little supplies around the uh, oh crap oh crap stop stop stop. Just kidding. I'm not going to stop, even though you thought I stopped. There was an audio about to pop up from our previous recording that we failed on earlier today. It's fine. I fixed it. No worries. Hakuna Matata. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, Chris, the basketball playoffs are going on. Playoffs? playoffs? Uh, it's, yeah. It's weird. We've been having some really good games here they the re- last couple of days. One of the most interesting series to me is Oklahoma City versus Houston. Uh, yes. Oklahoma City, if if you're into basketball, I don't. I the only superstar that I know they have, like for real, is Chris Paul. Other yes. than that, it's kind of like a team playing as a team, and they yeah, are. Yeah, I mean, they have some good young pieces like uh, Danny Gallinari and uh, Dennis Schroeder, who've always like they've been on other successful teams, but it is like for the most part, it's CP3 and a bunch of really good team players that are playing really good team ball. That's yeah. And the, the whole playoffs because they're in the bubble because of COVID it's just, it's crazy. It hasn't hit me that it's playoff basketball. I don't know if it has for you. It may have, uh, but it's, yes, it's, it's weird to see the fans on TV screens. It's weird to see, uh, I mentioned last week, like a, a Luca Luca shot for the uh, Mavericks and it's kind of only celebration from the players you don't yeah. hear you don't hear like a crowd either going from a uh, a point of you know screaming and hollering to just the wind taken out of him or if he's at home when that happens the place going crazy 
you really all sports that have kind of restarted, you realize how much the crowd really changes a uh, a game and and that atmosphere. You know, this whole entire playoffs is just interesting because I mean, you think of teams like the Bucks and the Lakers who worked all year to get home court advantage, and it's it's out the window, right? Because yeah, I mean, I know they have simulated sounds. Um, and it is nice to hear like certain things you're familiar with, right. When you're at home, but it's, it's never going to be the same, right? Like, you know, tonight we have a game seven between, uh, the jazz and, and the nuggets. And I mean, in theory, this should be a nuggets home game right now. They should have an advantage, but I have no idea who will win that game tonight because if Donovan Mitchell goes off, I mean, what, what's going to take the wind out of him? right exactly what's going to cause pressure it, it, it's you're right there's nothing that, that that can do anything to kind of deflate him and his game or anything uh yeah. and and i started thinking about you know football starting up you know it's kind of same thing uh we we love and i'm you know i'm glad you're on now so i can say it but we love the university of alabama's football team all roll you tide. guys who've ever listened know that we are roll tide till we die and we know we've got other fans that have written in that are not of you know, the same taste and that that's fine. They just haven't learned yet. But, uh, the, the sec is going to allow something like 20% of fans. That's probably going to be mostly like the student section, probably some, you know, boosters that, that are able to get tickets and maybe a few other people. It's going to be very tough to get in. And you think of a, a Southeastern conference stadium, like, like Jordan Hare stadium, Sanford stadium, Bryant Denny stadium, uh, LSU was tiger stadium, 20% of a hundred and you know, whatever thousand people, uh, Neyland stadium up in Tennessee. It's like, that's going to be nothing. Uh, yeah. all the, home all field. the home field advantage in those games that are huge. Alabama goes to death Valley to this year to play LSU at, at, you know, probably at night if I had to imagine. And I think they announced today, it's going to be a 7 PM start, 7 PM start. And that place would be rocking. Yep. You know, uh, and it's just if it continues, if that far into the season they don't allot more seats, it's just going to be a weird, weird thing. I don't know. It was like watching uh, the the game awards, and no, it wasn't. Never mind. Jeff Keeley, uh, it it is what it, VMAs. <laughs> no, no, I meant the game awards with Jeff Keeley. Oh, uh, but yeah, the VMA, same way. Those two things normally have fans screaming, hollering. Um, I don't know, dude. I'm I'm glad things are going on. I'm glad that they're finding ways to make the normal. Uh, you know, the stuff we like, I'm glad that that is still a thing. I really am. But at the same time, I'm kind of like, this is just weird. John, have you caught any sports at all? Are you, are you, are you watching the, the Dodgers? Uh, or... <laughs> no. You're not? I thought the no. Dodgers were doing pretty good. They are. I just haven't caught anything. Okay. He'll get there in October. He'll get there when it matters. I mean, like, yeah. I just didn't know if you had anything. I, I, I might not get there. <laughs> that's true you might not but uh you know you're 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 oh somebody i was pulling up our our game um uh, what is this okay our um uh, our stuff on um our messenger that our news team puts together and somebody believe it or not guys sometimes you gotta just you gotta stay the course you know um i had before my wreck i'd bought these uh these hand grips for my motorcycle they're beautiful. I got them from a Harley shop. I didn't have a Harley, 
some people that ride are automatically putting their hand on their head like, okay, I know where this is going. I thought handle uh, grips, like grips for the handlebars, were almost plug and play. It just depended on, John, don't laugh too hard, the thickness of your handlebars, right? Well, come to find out, the Harley store is a store for Harleys. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So, uh, there is there is no like third the only thing that would probably be considered third party would be maybe a helmet that you buy from there that they just happen to carry which I I did buy a helmet from there. But uh, I put these uh these grips after realizing they wouldn't fit on my bike on uh Facebook Marketplace. This was probably a year ago. And I've got somebody messaging me wanting to buy them like now they want to come now. Do you still have them? I do. They're uh, you guys want to see them? Nice. You want to see them? You want to see what they look like? Feel the show, guys. Hey, John. Hey. We're filling. This is what they look like. You, can you see that? There's a glare on there. There is a plastic. glare. Uh, let's see if I can take them out. Facebook guy, if you're listening, I'm only showing my friends. I'm not using them. Um, I remember when uh, my friends were helping me, Jeff Sanders and Darren, Um uh, they're brothers. They are brothers. They just kind of, that's what they look like. So they're nice. They're all black, black chrome on black. I was going to end up adding a lot of black accents to my bike, which also had like a dark blue co- t- color on it. So, uh, I was excited about this and, uh, yeah, they didn't fit, but now at least I can make a little money on them. I paid $81 and 99 cent plus tax for them. Good God. Um, I'm going to sell them probably for somewhere around 50 or 60 bucks. Yeah, that's a decent return. It's all right. I, I, if I would have kept yeah, the receipt. I'd go 40 since you opened them. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, so that's where we're at. Um, you guys have anything else going on this week? Anything fun? Uh, any any new, new anything? <laughs> I walked a lot, and I I ended up watching a lot of documentaries for some reason. And I guess I watched that Ben Affleck movie, The Way Back. So there's more basketball in my life. Was there a, speaking of documentaries, was any one that you watched, do you think our crowd would like it? Was there any one you'd recommend? I don't know. Um, most of them so far are really kind of like crime related. They're fraud related, I should say, in a way. They're like one of them is about a guy who's going around and basically just hooking up with every woman possible, trying to get married to them and trying to steal all their money. And now there's like a bounty hunter that these women hired that's trying to track him down and bring him to justice. And then like the other one is about that crazy cult group of that, like that, that Allison Mack from Smallville got entangled with. And like, it starts out as this idea of it's a cult that I wouldn't say a cult. It's supposed to be like a help, a self-help group. Like that's supposedly using scientific techniques to make you address your fears and your, your weaknesses to make you better. Right. But over time, I think slowly morphed into what was a cult and, and, had all these rings going on with uh, basically forcing people into indentured servitude uh, and things we can't talk about here. But uh, yeah, well, I, can't I think that's that's called The Vow and that's on HBO. I can't remember what the other one is called. That's on Showtime. So Showtime but, and HBO for you. John, did you watch anything this week? That was, that was cool. Um, 
<clears throat> yeah, I read. Uh, Cobra Kai came on Netflix. Dude, that's exactly what I was going to say. That is a, that's yes, I, I did say. watch the first the episode. Of ever. Cobra Kai. That was what I was forgetting. I did watch the first episode. Of that. So back in the day, I watched season one um, with a weeks long free trial for YouTube Red. Yes. Otherwise, why would you have YouTube Red? There exactly. was no other reason to have that thing. <laughs> and so I rewatched the first season just, just to you know refresh. And then the second season was flipping wild. Dude. Really, it's a you know both seasons collectively they're they're really quick watch, particularly if you burn through them like I did. Bench, mm-hmm. bench, John, pretty much. Yeah, but yeah, the man, the especially the what it does in the final episode of the second season, dude, is like, dude, uh, it was wild. It, it is shot so good, and I, I'm glad you brought it up. That's perfect because that was you saw I went around the room and that was going to be what I said and you said it first, so you win. But uh, if you're a child of the 80s and and the early 90s, maybe you're 10, 11, 12 years old, you watched Karate Kid 1, 2, and 3. We don't talk about the other one. and uh, you, We don't talk about 3 much. <laughs> well, 3 is, is a hidden gem in my opinion because that's it where... Has some, it has some classic moments. Yeah, that's where Danielson joins Cobra Kai, and that's not a spoiler at this point, ladies and gentlemen. That's why, like four, why are you being down on Hillary Swank? Oh, I don't know what you mean. Uh, <laughs> she... She was the next Karate Kid. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So if you want to take a trip down memory lane, it the Cobra Kai, it hits the points you need. You know, if you haven't watched Karate Kid one, two, or three in a long time, um, you know, it 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 pays homage to those movies, to Mr. Miyagi, to things that happen in those movies. Uh, you and it's so good. How you? I don't know about you, John. But they're doing so well at showing Johnny's side of the story that you're almost a fan of Johnny, and you kind of you're almost rooting for him, in a way. Yeah, he he sort of <clears throat> he sort of embodies the, um, you know, it, it's funny. Somebody actually did a, a YouTube video back in the day, and 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 Johnny sort of rehashes what happened in the original Karate Kid, where it, you sort of go step by step with what Daniel did to Johnny in the first film and you go, Whoa, it seems like depending on how you spin it, Daniel was actually kind of the aggressor for the most part. Yeah. What's, what's great about movies that do it well, Mm -hmm. you can almost see both sides of the story. And if you decide to go on the bad side, you can point out how the good side is an aggressor. This is a perfect example of that. I I think Johnny was the first to, I don't want to say bully, but, kind of mess with Daniel, but then Daniel was relentless from that point on. Well, yeah, well, it's, it's, it's sort of a examination of how in the eighties, there was this thing with America, good, the Soviet union, bad star Wars, the empire's bad. The rebels are good. You didn't have to draw these lines because it was automatically understood what was good and bad. But as the years have gone by through the nineties, the two thousands, the two twenty teens, things like that, we have sort of as a culture morphed into Shades of gray, you understand both sides. It's sort of a weakness on our part, but it, it's effective storytelling. But Johnny is a great character. He's very blunt. He's sort of the. He, he's, he's he's sort of the. Uh, I laughed out loud at Johnny during the second season. Especially, Johnny's hilarious. Um, he's really hilarious. This is not a spoiler as far as story goes, but it's it's not a stretch for you to even if you'd seen the original movies. Johnny's not a tech guy. <laughs> <laughs> and there are things in the movie where it really hammers home how much of a non-tech guy Johnny is. 
Oh, it's great. I wish I wish Tinley could watch these because the the movies didn't have the kind of uh language that the the spinoffs do or not spinoffs the the ones on netflix cobra kai i just there's some words that are thrown around and and things i'm like ah, i don't really want her to hear that yet and uh, it's weird because it's a it, it's almost there's an aspect to it that's a very that's very teen yes young person oriented like it's designed to cater to that it has that level of cheese <laughs> it, has, it has that level of wire well, this is really awkward why you know yeah but uh but dude i i I'm telling you guys, uh, you know that I have the uh, Daniel Sun and the Mr. Miyagi, and I think the Johnny Pop. Uh, I, if you didn't know that, I do. I have the, they're they're amazing, John. The Funko Pop. I'm, I'm gonna need you to hand those over. Um, but I, dude, I, I can't tell you how many times I watched Karate Kid. You know, like I said, if you grew up in the '80s, uh, that was just a movie you watched, dude. I don't think I've seen one in the movie theater. I think I saw the new, the Jaden Smith Karate Kid in the movie theater. Because I don't hmm. know why. And actually, always, not a bad movie. I always, I always liked. Uh, I always liked the first one a lot, but I was always a part two fan. Part two is so one. cool because it was so different. Part mm-hmm. two was to me the equivalent of Mario Brothers two to Mario one. It was just so different. True, True. <laughs> truers. Any truers in chat? All right. So what we're gonna do I now? Feel like, oh, I'm sorry. By the way, uh, I feel like with that, that really the creation of cobra kai goes back to uh how i met your mother where barney stinson one of his yeah one of barney stinson's running gags on the show is that johnny is actually the main character of karate kid he is the karate kid in his opinion uh Uh, to the point where uh i believe the I, i don't know the actor who plays johnny but i believe when barney gets married that's his best man at his wedding and he's dressed to the T like he is Cobra Kai. Sean, if you and seem it, confused, uh, oh, How I Met Your Mother is a second-rate <laughs> ripoff of Friends. It's it's terrible. It's and better. if you're a fan of How I Met Your Mother, we need to talk. Uh, you can write any kind of, uh, you know, for or against How I Met Your Mother. Mutter? <laughs> your mutter. 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 <laughs> to weeklygameshed at gmail.com because, uh, quite frankly, as we pivot to the topic, you guys have been kind of slack. I'm going to need you guys to use electronic mail more frequently deliver us some content for the end of the show uh and and really tighten up uh let's be honest uh strike strike first strike hard and no mercy okay so um (laughs) with that we're gonna see you in the topic time you guys ready (laughs) awesome The topic, the topic for this week, ladies and gentlemen, I'm excited to say I cannot believe I've played this game. I wish John and or, well, Chris does have a VR. I wish Chris (laughs) would play this game. I wish John could play this game. The title of this week, the topic of this week is Vader Immortal. I wish I considered it at one point. Yeah. What point did you consider it? When I was playing uh, Half Life, 
Oh yeah, because I did see it there. Yeah, yeah. It's it. If you're a little confused, it it has been out, you know, for some time on another platform. The boys over at Oculus Studios, Facebook guys, um, they they worked hard to create what I think is a uh, it's a pretty good game. Uh, yeah. it, and it actually tempted me to, uh, at one point, look into the cost of an, an Oculus device to play the game. Um, uh, turns out I did. I I learned. I learned that Vader Immortal was not necessarily the longest game of all time. But in that same research, I learned that uh, Vader Immortal had a um, replay ability to it. Uh, that was fairly high and it was not necessarily the story, but another, another thing it has in it that I'll um, of course talk about. But yeah, uh, if you listened last week, it was, uh, it was the first time I've been back with the boys and John was like, uh, he knows I'm a fan of VR games and he, he questioned if I'd be able to play this game and, and Iron Man. And I told him I'd, I'd definitely look into it. And boy, did we look into it, huh, John? Yes, we did. Iron Man. <laughs> Old Iron Man. Um, so, yeah, where do I start on Vader Immortal? Guys, do you have any thoughts to, uh, that you wanted to add before I get into it? Uh, like I said, it was it was first on Oculus. Chris thought about buying it. He didn't. Uh, yeah. Is it? Do you know if in uh, in the, is it in the Steam store, I guess? Or how, where do you go to the Oculus? Uh, I think you got to go to the Oculus store to get it. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the day I learned of an Oculus store. Chris said yeah. Oculus. Yeah, he did say Oculus. Oculus. <laughs> Oculus. Um, do you know how much it is in the Oculus store at this point? Uh, I'm it- not sure because I know it's it's what? It's episodic, right? So I don't know if you just buy the game and you get all the episodes or or if they release them individually. Well, what's very cool about uh, uh, the, the this version... Um, it came to PlayStation VR, which made your boy very happy because I love to be to have the chance to not only for the show but just in general play a PlayStation VR game. Um, and it it came out the day we recorded last week, which was Tuesday, August twenty fifth. So uh, that made me happy. Um, I went to. It was funny because I wanted to play both Iron Man and this, and we ended up going to Target later that day, or maybe the next day of recording, and I bought. I bought Iron Man. It was on sale for like 20 bucks, which is normally not 20 bucks. So that made me very happy. You know what I'm saying? So I got to play that or at least have it. Um, and yeah, I got to play Vader Immortal. Chris mentioned it's episodic. John knows. So I don't have to say, see John episodic means, but I will tell you, uh, you Richard, what it means. It means that it's, it's a game that has parts to it. It has episodes. Episodic means episodes. Um, and it was a great way for, I'm reading this off in gadget. Um, it was a pretty great way to get your VA star Wars VR star Wars fix on your Oculus. Well, guess what? It's also a great way to get your VR star Wars fix on PlayStation VR. Uh, I'm dumb. So I say that because there are two main parts, um, with the game. There are the, the main story, the episode that you're playing, uh, as well as each, each game, or each episode has a chance for you to be in the lightsaber dojo. If that doesn't warm your loins, Mm. John, I don't know what will. So some kind of way, um, when I, I loaded, uh, the game up, uh, 
I clicked the lightsaber dojo and I kept going and going and it has like 40 levels if, for you gears of war fans think of like the horde is it the horde mode that it's just waves of is that what it's called Chris John anybody just waves, waves? of the yeah just waves and waves yeah um that's what dojo is the lightsaber dojo you're just it starts it kind off of, yeah go ahead I'm sorry it kind of sounds like they're trying to satisfy like I know these aren't the longest experiences, right? Yeah. The three episodes. And it's basically trying to say, okay, for those who are tired of, of, in order to get their lightsaber fixed, playing Beat Saber and actually want to have Star Wars with it, right? This is the mode for you to put on a VR headset and then for three hours, just cut down whatever can come in front. Yeah. One, one, and that's a great, that's a great point, right? I played Beat Saber and probably anybody that owns a PSVR or any of the other ones, you've probably at one point either seen or played Beat Saber. And you th- and you think to yourself, this is this shows that a, a lightsaber-ish thing in your hand could really work on a VR headset. Uh, there's something, though, when you're playing a Star Wars game and you're holding a lightsaber that, that cements that that feeling of holding the lightsaber. You feel like you're wielding a lightsaber. I can't, I cannot say that enough playing this game. I was able to control the force and I willed, wielded, held a lightsaber and it was fantastic. Um, one of the, I'll, I'll go ahead and talk about one of the knocks and, and it, this is, it's not necessarily a negative knock. It is a, it is a, it is. You'll see what I mean. Okay. Shut up and just talk, Sean. So it's like Chris said, it's a short game. Each episode, roughly, I don't know, an hour ish. So there's three episodes that you can play. So you're talking about a three hour actual story experience. But one of the, listen, one of the most important things, and I was thinking about this today a lot. Uh, I talked to a friend where I was, I was trying to recommend this game to shout out to Brad. Uh, he and I both agree when we go into a VR game now, we just, we don't want the gimmick anymore. We don't want the game that is a shooter. You know, uh, we don't want the game. That's a roller coaster. We want a game now. And if you guys remember my game of the year last year was a VR game because it had content. It was a story. It came out of nowhere. I felt like I was in an action movie. I was climbing up buildings, jumping out of windows, dual wielding guns, there was a, a kidnapping. There was a, a a drug war going on. It was, it was everything I didn't know that I was going to get in a game, and I got it. Tinley, go ahead. I'm in the middle of literally recording the podcast. It's okay. What do you got, baby? What do you got? Tell me. Come on. Come say hey to everybody. Come on. While she's doing that, uh, just update. Um, okay. Vader Immortals Oculus 9.99 episode for each one. Okay, okay, okay. Don't. All right, I'm recording the show. All right, I love you. Tinley, uh, she wanted to tell me that my wife. Your wife. Is watching um, The Nightmare Before Christmas. This does not surprise me at all, knowing your wife. Well, but this is what Tinley had to come tell me. (laughs) 
that's an important update that she's doing oh, what she does literally 365 days my watch god movies. uh yeah so that sounds about right on playstation store the game is 29.99 so about ten dollars an episode in, in each episode you get uh the story about an hour of story and you get access to at least four, I think it's 40 le- levels in the lightsaber dojo episode one in that lightsaber dojo. You have basic skills because in that story you have basic skills episode two, you get a little bit more in the dojo because in that episode you learn a little bit more like the force. And then in episode three, it kind of expands uh, in the dojo. What I played the most of after I realized that I was in the dojo and I was missing out on the story was the story. So uh, I know I got uh, I got off topic because Tinley came in, but what m- my friend Brad and I wanted is is an experience in VR. You you want to you know remember what you played. You wanted to feel like you're part of something because that is the that is the gap that playing a VR game on a VR system tries to be the bridge for it takes the flat game that you see on a flat screen and it makes it right in front of you. And if you're a star Wars geek like myself, imagine this, the game cuts on and the icon, the, the Vader immortal logo is it's in 3d right in front of you and you're hearing star Wars, music. It's, it's all officially licensed. It is uh, a Lucasfilm and the Disney folks branded this, along with the Oculus studio guys and made this experience. So everything is official. It's like, it is legit. Uh, and then you hear Darth Vader breathing. Mm. I don't know how to tell you this. If you, for you guys that have played VR games before, you know what I mean? Like when you go into VR, things that are in front of you can be quite frightening, right? Um, yeah. They just I don't know what experience you've had, Chris, where a thing was in front of you and you're like, oh, my God, it's right there. For me, the first time I experienced it was the first game I played on VR, and that was Moss. And at the very end of Moss, there's this snake that you're fighting, and it mm. was terrifying. Um, this game, if you uh, – I didn't I didn't mean to not give you a chance to say, do you do you recall anything oh, that by was far, scary? By far, it's Jeff and freaking Half-Life Alex. The guy that you had to put in the freezer or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was – Just uh, you describing that dude – Ugh. so the game does so awesome so you it, it it doesn't it any star wars game that doesn't make you one of the iconic characters that has a story i think is the is the route to go like i didn't want to be a game where i'm you know i'm han solo in vr and chewie's next to me because then you start going wait did these guys really do this you know like is this part of you know canon like and they are asking if this vader story is canon and it I haven't looked into it, but it could fit very easily. Um, so you start off and you you realize you're just like a smuggler guy, you know. That's Star Wars universe. Is your name Han Solo? No, I don't. Your, your name's just Captain, by the way. That's what your um your robot ca- calls time. you. We have time to get a cool name. So, um, what's her name? I need to see the voices. Uh, Maya. What's her last name from uh, Saturday Saturday Night Live? Uh, Rudolph. Strange. Maya Rudolph. Oh my! Room. I think she's the voice of the robot, um, and it's it's a very well done companion. So anyway, nice. you kind of get uh, you're in your ship, dude. All right. So to start off the story, for all you Star Wars geeks out there like me, um, you're getting bombarded with with fire on your ship, and you've got your VR headset on. You're holding your controllers. Things are vibrating. Your screen's rattling, and your bot's like, "All right, I need you to flip the switches so we can go into hyperspeed." You immediately know 
I'm about to push the hyper speed thing down. It's about to happen. Well, I get my switches turned on and she goes, all right, the hyper hyper uh, speed gear switch thing is coming up and you get to put your hand out and engage hyperspeed and boom, you're gone. Uh, if that doesn't excite you, that's fine. That's how it starts off. It's fantastic. Uh, but the Vader tie-in, the whole story of Vader um, is very unique. I don't, I don't know if, what I can say. Think of the titer, the title, titer, think of the titer, Vader Immortal. So this man was possibly trying to find a way to, uh, if you think about why he even listened to the emperor, this is not that hard to understand what went on in this story. Can I take a stab at this? You can. Yeah. And and it, you don't know unless you read it, but you don't know. So you can take a stab. Yeah. I have not read it. I'm going to guess that he is trying to figure out a way to bring back his wife and, uh, in a place where they can both be immortal and live forever in love. Isn't that crazy guys, guys and girls, guys and gals. Um, there you go. So I got it. It's you're red hot. (laughs) (laughs) I will neither confirm nor deny. Um, but what's crazy is that you're taken out of hyperspeed and the image of a star destroyer comes in over you. And I'm looking up at the sky like this, like it's a podcast. You can't see it, but imagine me looking (laughs) straight up in VR and a star destroyer. So basically, it's giving you that classic opening Star Wars scene, Ish. but now it's in your first your first person perspective. Yeah. So so, it, but before that, you're able to kind of navigate and move around your your uh, your cockpit, and you're able to go back into your storage area, and you kind of as you clicked on artifacts, you kind of get some fill in of, of the story of who you are, why you have a robot, and why you have a ship. Uh, super cool. Uh. And yeah, all of a sudden you're, you you have communication going on with the Star Destroyer, and as Star Destroyers do, they either blow you up or bring you in, right? For a uh, a screening, a checkup, they want to come make sure what you're doing is legit. Well, it just so happens that uh, Darth Vader is on this Star Destroyer, and the moment that Darth Vader, <laughs> I'm getting chill bumps. The moment Darth Vader uh, makes his appearance in this game. You are frightened. Imagine, I don't know how to articulate this well, but any any villain, anything that you know from a game or a movie or wherever, any figure that's historical, whatever, imagine being face-to-face with that figure. Are you scared of no Darth Vader? Okay, that's fine. It's still, he's tall, right? He's Darth Vader as he comes in. He, he makes quick work of somebody who didn't do something he wanted. <laughs> and uh, you're like, it's Darth Vader. It's just epic, dude. He's right there. He's breathing. It, it looks glorious. He is not someone you want to have a meeting with. You don't. And and you you realize, oh, my God, I'm standing in front of Darth Vader. It just, and, and, and VR, it's one of those things that they, they nailed perfectly. I'm going to give you a, a fun fact. I mentioned voices earlier. Whoever they got voicing this guy is not James Earl Jones. I did not know this until I did the nerd thing and was hoping to get a trophy for watching the credits. Uh, Cause that has happened before. Fun fact. And I saw who voiced Darth Vader in this one. And I was, I was surprised. That's how good this guy is at voicing that. Um, and yeah, the story kind of goes on and it, 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 
this the first episode, episode two and three, will be direct. As soon as you plug in and play, direct sequels to what happens at the end of one. Um, the ending of one, I could not believe was happening. I'll go ahead and say it. So, the scene where in uh, the new Star Wars films, where Ray and Kylo Ren were fighting with each other, I'll stop there. It felt oh, um, it. It was. <laughs> I was like, wow, could not believe it. Uh, yeah, you you know you go ahead, Chris. I was gonna say fun fact: the uh, guy who voices him, he's uh, he does Vader a lot for like video games and and stuff. He's been doing it for. Do you have his name? Uh, yeah, it's Scott Lawrence. Yes, that's he, the guy. Perfect. It's like the only other thing I remember him from is like. <laughs> He's in the very beginning of Avatar, like when he's getting <laughs> off the uh, ship and going onto the planet for the first time. He's like, put your mask on. That's the only other thing I can recall him from. Like but, I said, yeah. dude, it, it's it's rare, rare that you actually experience how frightening and imposing Vader is. I do feel like the last, uh, maybe correct me if there was something in between, but the last three times we've seen Vader, uh, and, 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 and what like video games well so there was a video game that came out that we all played right yeah be with yeah. me uh, we don't want to spoil that but you felt how powerful Vader was to a degree for sure the way he mm-hmm. was Vader uh, in the movie um, Rogue One we yeah. got to see how powerful Vader was and how what, what he'll do to get something he wants okay in this game there is something Vader wants with a passion and you find yourself uh, with a promise from Darth Vader uh, that you are going to possibly maybe be an apprentice or, or something along those lines. Um, who knows? But as you get, as you go through episode one, you're holding a lightsaber and you're deflecting blaster shots from stormtroopers or, you know, you're slicing doors open. And and one thing that the VR does on any platform is, uh, whether it was the Oculus or this, I mean, holding a lightsaber and wielding it and swinging it, the sounds, the weight, it, it all, when, it, when the blaster hits your lightsaber, the subtle vibration you feel on your lightsaber upon deflecting it is nailed 100%. Uh, so yeah, so the story kind of comes to an end. It it came to an end rather quickly as we pointed out. So I immediately went into episode two and like I said, they do a great job of picking up right where you left off, but they don't do it visually. As a matter of fact, when the game, like when episode two loads up and and when I learned that when episode three learns or loads up, it is completely dark, but you hear voices of the things you just did. Uh, and then your eyes kind of open and you're back exactly where you left off. I was trying to think of movies or other things that are like that. Um, you know, like a, a movie, even Star Wars. So like it doesn't pick up exactly where it left off. There's some time done. And that's kind of why we have the scroll, you know, that kind of fills in the gap. This is boom, exactly right where you left. Let's go. Um the planet that you're on is an iconic planet in the Star Wars universe. Do you think I could say what it is? Guys, 
gals? I don't know. Do you think I could say what it is? Do you think it would be spoiler? Mm. I'm not going to say it, but it looks exactly like you hoped it would. And you find yourself literally on the sides of buildings or a building looking down and around at this place and being terrified that you're going to fall. It's, it's fantabulous. Um, yeah, it's great. So episode two, it's like I was watching. It's like I was watching a Star Wars movie, but I was the guy. That's the best way to, and that's how you know they they got it right. Um, I mean, when I would hit a lightsaber with maybe a robot that had a version of a lightsaber type thing, and the the feedback that I'd get, it really felt like I was, you know what I mean? Um, it's so cool. One thing that I I had to get kind of used to and. I think you guys corrected me the last time I, I pointed out how maybe I didn't like it was the way VR games make you move. You kind of yeah. you kind of hold your your joystick and point and it kind of like you're there, a teleport-ish almost thing. You know what I'm talking about, Chris? Is there a better way to explain that? Yeah, I mean, there's different ways to do it, but probably the most common that I think people have decided, especially if you have motion sickness stuff, is... It's like the idea of whatever controller you're, you have, there is a button that basically you hold and then you point your head and that or joystick even sometimes depending on the device. And that basically puts you exactly where you end up, like or where you teleport towards. So therefore, you don't have to, your brain doesn't have to sit there and like go insane because it's like, wait a minute, we are moving in space. I feel this. My My eyes tell me this, but my ears are telling me uh, that we have not moved because there's no shift in my weight. There's <laughs> right. no, you right. know, and it, may, it it screws some people up. And like uh, Oculus, and really with the, I think the the new Steam VR headset have gotten better to where it it works a lot better for you now. Like moving around, like when I played Half Life, Alex, I played it sitting down and in free movement, right? But I think from my understanding with uh with PlayStation VR, especially and like maybe stuff like quest that can't do as strong because you know it doesn't have any power behind it right it's the standalone headset that's kind of like the standard expected way to move around unless you're just sitting still yeah so thank yeah thanks that's a good way to kind of explain that thank you man because i just would have said you teleport (laughs) but uh yeah you know the the star of the show uh as you finish episode two and get into episode three is of course darth vader and what he's trying to accomplish I cannot um, say enough of how afraid do you feel of Darth Vader, how menacing he feels to you. There are interactions in which Darth Vader using the force takes something from you and you feel that Um, you, 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 you say you got a short story, but when you add, you know, the sidekick character you have with your droid, the official name of the droid is ZOE three, which if you look at it kind of looks like Zoe three, that's voice by the way that, Huh? That is Maya Rudolph. Yeah, Maya Rudolph. Um, Confirmed. You you feel like it is a Star Wars story. Um, and it, you feel immersed in this world, which is something you want to take out of a game, regardless of it being... You remember the Batman game? That game was supposedly like 40 minutes. But people said, you know, but you did feel like Batman for those 40 minutes. I did. Uh, uh, that's what you want to take out of a game. A lot of times uh, when I'm DJing, I don't, I don't want to put that out there, but this is, I don't know how else to say this. 
I try to try to talk to folks and say, let's give, let's give your reception, you know, or this party two to three hours of just bangers, you know, good music. Let's not go six, seven hours. Cause then we start watering down the experience and people start leaving. You want to leave like a concert. The, the band that you see maybe plays for two hours, maybe three, if you're lucky, but you leave with that buzz. And that's kind of what this game does for you. It leaves you kind of like you want more, but you, you know what you got was enough. Um, aside from that, the, the lightsaber dojo will have hours of playtime for you. You'll be able to go through and earn achievements and, uh, different, different color lightsaber. I mean, there's a ton of things you can do in the dojo. Also, sir, it's very challenging. Yes, sir. Sir, you are on PlayStation there called trophies. Thank you. Every what, PlayStation what, fan in the world. What, what did I say? If you say achievements one more time, uh, one, yeah, you can that's, just go live with freaking Phil and forget about Moncus, that PS5. Yeah, I definitely said achievements, and I should have said trophies. I am not a real fan, therefore I cannot be on this podcast anymore. And uh, We are canceling your pre-order of news. <laughs> and, and on uh, the news. So, but the, the gameplay is basically, in the story, you're navigating through that environment that you're in. You're climbing. Uh, you're doing the teleport walk thing. There are enemies that that are cool. Look, you can you can use the force to grab. It's funny. Use the force to grab a uh, stormtrooper's gun, and when you shoot at them, you can't hit them because the guns are inaccurate. Hilarious. Uh, and you've got the force, so that's pretty cool. Everything like that feels good. Uh, that climbing that I talked about, very fluid. I've played uh, other games like Blood and Truth, that the climbing feels very legit. Um, the lightsaber feels perfect. Um, I did have some technical issues with episode two and three. I don't know if that was a PSVR thing, a Sean's PlayStation or a PSVR thing, or if it was, it was on Oculus. Now it's on PSVR thing. I don't know. Um, I would have Mm. moments of an icon in my headset that meant something went wrong and I'd have to boot down the game, bring it back up Uh, on a couple of save points. I would, I would be at a place where I should not have been with interaction of what was about to happen or with my characters or my hands. You know how VR hands can look kind of floaty? Um, I had a couple of those where I had to do the reset move on PSVR, which I think is just wiggling your your uh, your little VR hand controller thingies. What are they called? <laughs> what are those controllers? Move controllers? Yes, your moves. You just kind of move them around. Um, but yeah, that overall, that did not take away from my experience at all. They work pretty well. Um, the, some of the things you see visually, absolutely outstanding. Um, and then the, the fact that it's official star Wars, official Lucasfilm, official Disney, that simply means that you get quality visuals, quality sound, you know, like not only music wise, but the way the stormtrooper sound, the way lightsaber sound, all that kind of stuff. Um, it would have been cool to see like once it came over to PlayStation if I didn't have to because when I bought the game I thought it was all the episodes. It was, but you have to close down episode 1, go to episode 2, load it up, play. I wish it would have been just one story. Um you know, that's just a small gripe because it's more of an inconvenience because now I have three Vader Immortal icons on my uh on my home screen action bar thing. Um you know, but aside from that I, I absolutely 
being a fan of Star Wars like I am and playing this game in this environment was fantastic. I was, I don't think I was pleasantly surprised, but I'm, I go into VR games not wanting too much. Um, even though the ones that I choose to play turn, they, they turn out to be quite good experiences. Like I'm not going to just to pick, you know, bootleg VR games to play because that would probably hinder, you know, my, uh, my thought, but it was, it was really, really good. John, do you, you got anything? Are you, did I make you excited at all to play a star Wars VR game? John, um, <laughs> I'm getting, I'm getting there with certain titles because like you, you know, you, you were talking about how, you know, you, you, you're, you're tired of, of the, for a lot of the PS, a lot of the VR titles being gimmicky, as you said, but yeah. um, it, it seems like the more, you know, the, 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 the PSVR and other titles are starting to build a library of, of titles that they're, that they're actually taking seriously. It's almost like um, when these things first launched, it almost felt like it was another version of the Wii with all this, with all the gimmicky shovelware that, that was coming out. I even considered that Arkham game to be gimmicky and shovelware. I yeah. just, you know, yeah, and there, that, there, there's, there's been nothing on the VR stuff aside from maybe um, Half-Life had I have, had I have, had I had any experience with Half-Life that has appealed to me. And then, and then Iron Man and Vader come along. So, and those are two big ones. I, I, I can't say it enough. If yeah. You, <laughs> yeah. If you, if you're holding on to a PSVR and you're like, I kind of want to play something. There are two games right now, Iron Man and Vader Immortal that will take about, I don't know, $80 of your money. And from what I've seen and what I've experienced so far, you will spend hours, you know, of course, shorter hours in Vader, but hours playing in VR worlds that are fantastic. So uh, I'm going to see right now. Oh, I just looked at the question, is Vader Immortal canon? Published by Lucasfilm LTD, Vader Immortal, a Star Wars VR series, episode one is a canon virtual reality video game set in the prequel era. It was developed by ILM X Lab. Um, So yeah, does that mean it's canon, guys? It kind of means it's canon, right? That's how I take it. Yeah. So I I thought pretty much anything they said now that comes out that's from them is officially canon. Like that's the way they wanted to treat it, which was why they, you know, uh, pretty much redcon all the stuff that had been written from the seventies on. Uh, See John they- retcon is <laughs> <laughs> that you'd definitely be the one training me on that, John. It's funny. But, um, as far as a Richard goes, guys, if you guys are ready, I give mean, us that Richard, uh, I'm going to give it a, a 9.25, uh, even a three-hour or a little over a three-hour game has left me with a lasting memory of a Star Wars world becoming uh, or being face-to-face with Vader and literally feeling his power. Uh, you know, like I mentioned, he, he kind of forced takes stuff out of your hands and whatnot. Um, I'll never forget this experience. And I actually, I, I could see myself playing the story again and also continuing in the dojo. That's how fun the entire experience is. So, uh, may have been a perfect 10 had I not experienced some of the things I think for a game already being out over a year and you bringing it over to a PSVR. I don't think that that should have been that it's those kind of things shouldn't have happened. You know, 
I just, mm-hmm. I really don't. But uh, I enjoy it. It, it it gets my official stamp of if you have a VR go play it approval. It's kind of wordy. I probably need to tighten that up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's a that's a good Richard. You always leave me satisfied. Yeah, I mean that's what it is. You just want to come back for more, and you know it is what it is. So it's been a while. Uh, <laughs> we uh we go into news now, right? Yes. So that's when wow. this is when we get to highlight our news team. Uh our headmaster, John J. Barron Jr. the third, four. And and the way he, you know, puts the team to work during the week. So we get to see what uh what's going on. And doing a quick look here, I think he did a great job. So uh let's go ahead and stop here and get into news, guys, if you're ready. You ready? Sure. Ready. Hot off the press and straight to your ears. Weekly Games Chat presents the news. News! Did anybody else say it? Did anybody say it? Did I we, said it. You said it? All right, maybe we'll yeah. hear it in post. I don't know. I don't think John spoke. I think John sat there because he is getting his voice ready to kick this thing off. Ooh. He, had, he had gotten used to uh, how we had to do it to keep it from clipping before. Why is Why does John not know how to, you know... Would, depending on the circumstance, adapt. It was that was our adapt. No, we no. adapted because like we did it and we right. were like, "Ooh, that's terrible." Did not sound good. That's fine, but now that's not that. Yeah. And John, I told you, let's you know what it was is he was getting his voice ready to kick things off. Like I said, he didn't want to waste it. You know what I mean? Speaking of, exactly. Is John here? Did John? Did he hang up? Oh, he's here. <laughs> Go. Mm. Still waiting. <laughs> yep. So John's gonna kick this off. <laughs> well, speaking of it? kicking it off, Jesus. <laughs> the uh, spiritual successor to Sakodin, um, Ayudin Chronicle, Hundred Heroes, has become the third most successful Kickstarter video game with four point five million dollars raised. That's a lot of money, John. <laughs> yes. The game trails behind Bloodstained at 5.5 million and Shinmu at 6.3 million. That's more money than 4.5. I guess they're not including Star Citizen. I don't think it's an official release yet, though. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Star Citizen. Yeah. Um, key members of the original development team will be heading up this project and will be a JRPG with a 2.5D uh, visual style. The game will feature over 100 heroes to recruit along with a quote fortress building system and a turn-based battle system with parties of six characters. Now that the stretch goals have been more than satisfied, uh, the game will be coming to PS5, Xbox Series X and Switch along with a companion game. Just much to effect of Bloodstained... Um, Circle of the Moon, those eight bit games that came out alongside. Yeah, you loved it on the Switch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not so much. <laughs> but to to hammer Chris's point, it is weird how they didn't bring up Star Citizen. That game has raised more than two hundred million dollars from excited fans in this Kickstarter. And, fu- and fun fact, after like nearly ten years, still has not come out. Insane. I have the game right? on, I have the game on my PC. I paid a forty dollar fee to uh 
you know, be one of the first citizens and who knows, right? Who knows? John, are you excited about uh Uden Chronicle Hundred Heroes? I I am, although I'm not really I, I haven't I've not been quite as familiar with what the spit uh spit uh what the uh spiritual successor game is. Um I've just over the past couple of months I've learned that there is a a huge 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 huge, huge following huge. um on these previous games. So it's something I'm definitely mm. visually speaking, what they've got in mind looks stunning. Um, so I'm excited to see what, what more this, uh, this brings to the table. Uh, no indication of how long this is going to take. Um, I'm thinking maybe 2022 at the earliest, but, uh, there's a lot of people out there, as you could see from the Kickstarter, very excited. Um, I know Jason Schreier of formerly of Kotaku. Ladies uh, with, uh, Bloomberg. Bloomberg, yeah, um, is uh, extremely excited. This this uh, Sukoden is one of his favorite games hmm. ever. So that's 4. how that's kind, of, that's kind of how I uh, discovered discovered. Chris, it. did you ever play a Sukoden? I have not. I, I honestly have never played one or thought about playing one. Me either. Maybe maybe. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. I mean, yeah, as John said, like. If you say probably the earliest will be 2022, maybe when they drop a, you know, a demo at some point, it will pique my interest. I don't know how I, I hope so. I hope I don't know how I didn't drop a joke or a, a, any uh, something when John said the stretch goals have been more than satisfied. I just let that one go right past. <laughs> uh, <his> own. <laughs> uh, see, you're, you're you just you're, you got to get back into the game. I got to will. You will get there. I mean, that was mm -hmm. right. You put that on a platter for me, bro. I did. I really oh, did. Like in the news, like the words. You didn't just say it. You you put it in print, and I missed it. Lord help us all. Uh, did you, you guys gotta start bolding those words for him, John? <laughs> Sean, speak yeah. here. Um, did you guys? I caught it live, and I put a uh, to all of the Richards out there. I did my best to let you know Gamescom 2020 was on. Uh, so, mm. did you guys watch it live? I did not I, watch I, it live. I watched it here and there. I watched it live. Yeah. I watched the first I, hour all the way through. Second hour kind of well, lost me. I kind of like I, I've gotten to the point with these because, and I understand why they have to do it, right? But um, it's clear because of the fact that you know everyone's very mindful of of internet bandwidth, and of course, when you like consider the fact that you could have hundreds of millions of people trying around the world to access various streams on this, if you put in four K, right? It probably would be a very, very <laughs> taxing thing to a uh, certain network. So I kind of now I've just gotten to the point where I just wait. Right. And I'm kind of glad I do because then you come back and usually like Sony, like for this first one, they put they put out 4K version. Yeah. Just watch it. Yeah. Yeah. And you you're a guy who does want, you know, you have the technology and the, you know, the, yeah. the hardware to watch it in 4K you want to. I didn't notice. I lo I noticed a little bit of lag, and overall, it looked good live. I'm not gonna lie. Mm. Um, and here's you know some highlights that the news team put together were kind of like what I caught out of it. So let's see what they are. Let's see if you guys have any interest. Myself, anybody. Uh, Ratchet and Clank was confirmed uh, to be a PS5 launch window game. Mm. I think that's big, right? Uh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I don't. Chris and I talked about this after the fact, <laughs> which you know, teaser footage. I don't know if it's the right. It's John. You did write saying it that way because that's what they were saying it was. 
but teaser footage of the new Dragon Age was shown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was there any footage? Uh, uh, alongside concept art, and it revealed the return of Solace from Inquisition. Solace. Solace from Inquisition. Yeah, he ended up being the main bad in that one. Spoilers! Uh, yeah, it's been seven years. <laughs> I've, I've got that game on like everything you could have it on, and I still haven't finished it. So uh, like me and Chris were saying, it was just a bunch of guys saying, hey, there's Dragon Age stuff out there. and We're, we're working on it. <laughs> it's like, yeah. but is there, you know? Uh, yeah, I'm just, <laughs> uh, look, I get worried with this just because it's giving me flashbacks to Mass Effect Andromeda, which was for years, <laughs> EA would never show you anything with the next Mass Effect game, except for these stupid behind the scenes videos of like, we're so excited to be working on the next Mass Effect game. And then, you know, then you get Andromeda, right? And I've had my heart broken by Bioware a good little bit here. And the one thing that's held on from this generation was was Dragon Age. So this is true. And you I, I'm worried to some degree, you know, just because I, I don't know um if they're still being forced to use like the dice engine and all that kind of stuff which seems to be was been the vein of their their problems these last five six years but i don't know uh i i hope it's good i'm guessing from what i'm gathering now it's so weird that they even teased this up uh last year at the game awards considering it really does feel like the earliest we're seeing this is probably 2022 I, i think i agree with you uh Oh my God. Hopefully that wasn't at me. I don't know if you guys know a guy named Bill Pulte on Twitter. He gives away a lot of money. Mm. It appears that I got a message from him asking me for my cash app. Oh, I'm going to be rich. Uh, World of Warcraft Shadowlands will be released on October 27th. That was big for WoW fans because we actually got a, a date of release. We also got a classic Blizzard trailer cinematic. Um, showing some story that's going to tie into Shadowlands, and that was of Uther and Arthas. It was Ooh. fantastic, as Blizzard does. Um, we got to see Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker saga. Um, sad news, not sad news, just bad news, I should say, is that it did get delayed until spring 2021, but the next generation versions were confirmed, so that's good. John, Chris, did you guys care at all about Lego Star Wars Skywalker? I was very excited to see it. I'm very excited. For I like. It. I can't wait to play it. It's gonna be. Yeah. Great. I'm good. Chris is. I'm. I'm good. Job's done. Uh, a free to <laughs> free to play action RPG, Jensen Impact arrives on PS4, PC, and mobile this month on the date of September 28th. Think. Uh, think Breath of the Wild. It looks almost exactly like it. It looks great, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll probably play it on mobile. Uh, an extended trailer, <laughs> an extended trailer for Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War was revealed, featuring characters Frank Woods, Alex Mason, Jason Hudson, and President Ronald Reagan. That was actually that trailer was pretty pretty legit. It got me hyped to want to play the story mode of Black Ops. Um, I recognize those names too. Yeah, it Not was just the last one. It was it was fun to watch certain uh, video game uh, websites lose their ever loving minds over the fact that they would have the audacity to put Ronald Reagan in a game. Well, like, they, put, uh, they the, put Nixon in the game. Yeah, the, and the lore that they were going on Nixon in there in what they felt like was the proper context. Yeah. Now they're, stuff they're, going they're on during thing, the Reagan era. There's this thing about. where they're somehow offended by the idea that Reagan could be seen as some sort of 
noble heroic character. Yeah, and um, they have they seem to have a real problem with that. <laughs> I'm look, I'm hoping you get both sides. I hope that like on one hand he sends me to go kill some Soviet spies, but I would also like to be sent to Grenada at some point because that would be funny. That's just me. Uh I'd, is, like, I'd like him to cut my taxes and then raise them uh raise them four times. Listen, mm. John's saying all this despite the <laughs> fact that Ronald Reagan is a lot of people's favorite president ever. He's yeah. he's regarded and loved. Um, I thought it was cool to see him on there. I'm just saying. Yeah, I problem. Yeah. Uh, I do have a problem with this next game. Star Wars Squadron's campaign gameplay was shown alongside film characters uh, that revealed to include Wedge Antilles woo, and Princess Leia. Why do you hate it? I just, I've, I've kind of said in the past that I thought this was going to be more of a There'll be some dogfights, but I'll also be able to get out and play a Star Wars game. Mm-hmm. Not going to happen. Not a fan of just dogfights, yeah. even though I know there are people who love that kind of stuff. I do like the fact that I think this game is only $40. So, you know, they are giving people that do like that stuff a game, right? Where you're going to have your dogfights. I don't know how well those will be fleshed out. I think they'll probably be based off of what was in Battlefront 2, those sections. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, if you want a story, they're putting something in there and they're not charging you the full premium price. So hopefully it's decent. Chris, I don't know how to tell you this, but it's a DLC pack that they decided to charge you. (laughs) Right. Oh, right. No, no, that's totally, that's accurate. That's 100% true. As someone said, you know, instead of putting this out for $24, (laughs) right. Um, this is true. Speaking of DLC packs, though, the news continues. The highlights, at least, uh, the trailers were shown for The Outer Worlds, yep. which I know made uh, my, my friends happy. Borderlands 3 hey. and Doom Eternal, which I think that was hey. one of the first things they showed uh, yeah. in that first hour. So, Here's, uh, I saw a trailer, the trailer for Doom Eternal, and there's this, uh, Chris, I don't know if you've encountered this enemy yet, but you've probably heard about it. Where it's like the it's the the uh, demon slayer hunter. He's got like a yeah. I believe that's this. That's like the most of divisive character in the game from what I've gathered. Right. right? Yeah. Yeah. So the trailer shows two of them coming out. Oh no! I'm like, dude, this is not this is not Dark Souls. (laughs) Ease off of this. (laughs) Get good, bro. They're gonna make you pay. Things started to shrivel and shrink when I saw that footage. Were you in a pool? Mm-hmm. What happened? Um, Respawn Entertainment is bringing back the Medal of Honor series through the power, and I'm quite jealous of this, of virtual reality this holiday season, but it's not It's not on the PSVR. Oh, it's not? No, I think it's no. a exclusive to a, not Oculus. Oculus the, yeah. the old Oculus. Uh, the game is set during World War II, World War II, World War II, WW2. WW2 and we'll put the player in the shoes of an OSS as they mm-hmm. must survive through historic events and yeah that's big because afterwards the developers came on and said no you don't understand we're not doing cutscenes. Um, we're not doing anything like that you play the game and that's how the game is going to be played and then you're like well no crap Sean no when you turn your head and walk one way you, that's how the story goes for you and everybody who plays the game, depending on what you know you see or what squirrel thing that happens in your VR world that you go off to, that's how the game's going to be for you. I think that's I super kinda, cool. I mean, like, I hope it's good. I have to say, from what I saw, 
Um, especially their D-Day thing. I wasn't like overly it looked, impressed yeah, by it. Looked, it looked meh. Yeah, because I'm like, man, no offense to those guys, but like it reminded me a lot of the original Mel of Yes, it looked exactly from, exactly from the PS1, PS2 era. And I'm just thinking like I have seen this done, you know, a lot so much better in games now. Yeah. The, so, the only thing I can say is, is, you know, I talked in the topic about how VR you, when you put the headset on, you go into that world yeah, unless, unless it just looks different in it. Uh, who knows? But uh, I, I love, I love games about the world war two timeframe, the era historic events. Um, I, I feel like, and, and this is how you're raised. You know, you feel like that's the greatest era that America ever had. You know, those were the greatest heroes ever, you know? Um, who knows? Uh, Chris, if it comes out on your VR, I hope you get it and play it. I want to see you like, what's the move when you have your gun and you hit the ground on your stomach and you're like crawling? Going prone? Yeah, but it's called something. <laughs> I hope you go prone. prone in your living room and I get to see it. It's um, <laughs> funny. Uh, so enough about good news. Let's talk about another reason Sean's not playing this next game. Go ahead. Oh, Avengers needs money. Well, Chris, before you read it, tell uh, tell Sean what you did. I can't tell him what I did. He was actually there while I was doing it. He just didn't know it because I didn't realize it till the next day. He was there? Yeah, we were hanging out Saturday. Virtually. Okay. So you know how what state I was in Saturday, right, John? I sure do. <laughs> Thanks for, uh, but uh but um apparently i had an 80 dollar charge on my uh on my paypal oh john and, john the invitation was just be on discord yeah literally that's all you had to do that's all you had to do yeah had i known you guys were on discord on a saturday afternoon well most like, of us keep our discord on all the time especially now that Ooh. i'm back that i'm back live i know you may not be able to do that i understand your setup i get it this is not a knock, even though it sounds like it. I'm I'm non-confrontational right now. Okay, you need to calm down. Yeah, because I've been ranting and raving. <laughs> but anyways, uh, Avengers apparently needs some money, regardless of what I did. Uh, and they say that more details have been emerged on the new Marvel Avengers game regarding gear, cosmetics, vendors, etc. The premium hero challenge cards are new and will cost ten dollars for each post-launch characters. Uh, all future updates to include new characters, story content, mission, missions, and regions will be available for free for all players. Cosmetic content will be purchasable with real money, and it will be aesthetic only and will not impact the game in any way. For everyone who owns the base game, the premium hero char- or challenge cards rewards for all six starting heroes, which are Iron Man, Kamala Khan, uh, Hulk, Thor, Cap, and Black Widow will be activated for free. All post-launch characters, hero challenge cards, will cost you $10, aka 1,000 credits to activate. If you complete the entire card, you will earn back your 1,000 credit acti- activation. Uh, active- I cannot say that word right now. You did oh, well. great. Uh, and, and earn over 12,500 credits worth of content. This is, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm very conflicted on what this is because on one hand, it's not impacting the core single-player game, right? If like you want It just sounds like Fortnite to me. It does, and I, I think, you know... See, John, you, Fortnite, 
it's going to be this thing going forward where I think you're going to see a lot of studios do this. Like, because they, they've seen what it did for Fortnite, right? It's made Epic one of the richest game companies in terms of earnings over the last two years. Uh, so why not do it if people will pay you? And I would imagine Disney, this was probably one of the reasons why they wanted this game made and made the way that it is because, uh, you know, I'm very early on in it, but I can tell you that the single player definitely has a focused narrative and story. And it's, you can definitely tell it's the same folks who made Tomb Raider. Right. And I haven't touched the end game in the multiplayer yet. So I just don't know yet how bad that's going to feel, you know, um, where the only thing for me after a while is to say, oh, I need a new character. Let me give him 10 bucks. I don't know. It doesn't, I mean, it, it doesn't sound like you, it, it sounds like it's giving you the opportunity, depending on how much you play, to be able to cover the cost of a new character. Yeah. It's stuff that you weren't in game. And that's, you know, when I, when I read the headlines at first, the headlines made this seem more predatory than it actually is um, initially because I thought, I thought, I, mean, I thought you were having to buy season passes for every character and they would cost you $10, but that's just not really the case. The question's going to be how much time is required to do that, right? Like, is this going to have to be a true thing where if that's the case if you want to avoid this you're going to basically say avengers is my life now the way that say destiny 2 players or fortnite players that are trying to complete all the challenges and and objectives in a season's pass right like that's going to be the thing because if they're dangling this out here and it's like yeah you can get this if you put like you know 200 hours into a character and beat their challenge card, um, you know, then it's not really something that I would say 90% of people are probably going to obtain. Right. Mm. Depends yeah. on what people will do for skins. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> John, there's just some more Avenger news though. You know what I'm saying? Well, speaking of more Avengers news, Kate, uh, Kate Bishop is coming Woo-hoo. to town. The other Hawkeye. Uh, Kate Bishop will officially join Marvel's Avengers as the first post-launch DLC character. She will arrive as part of the, quote, taking aim. I see what they did there. I do. uh, (laughs) Post-launch, and it will include a playable Bishop who will have her own set of gear and abilities because Mm -hmm. she is her own woman. There will Mm -hmm. also be new story missions included for the character that will tie into the game's Avengers initiative storyline. And Chris, now now that we've covered all the Avengers news... Mm-hmm. Have you touched this at all? Have I touched Avengers at all? Yeah. Yeah, I have. I have started it. All right. I've I've started it and uh I would say I'm about two hours in so far. Yeah. Any thoughts? Uh, maybe eventually. We'll see. <laughs> um, but you know, I think the art thing it was kind of like from what I was reading, speaking of this game, it seems like that Black Panther is coming as well, too. Like, they're teasing that might be the story DLC, or someone found something that made them think it was going to be something that's coming. Also, rest in peace, Black Panther. Yeah. That that story obviously broke. 
Yeah. Uh, so it's our last recording, and definitely rest in peace. Everybody who um, worked with him, just anybody who had contact with him said he was a fantastic person. You know, he lived a life that, that really was a positive one. Great guy. Um, and it was just like, wow, you know? I would highly recommend all three of his uh, historical films or i guess uh not what's not the word that's not the word not historical but yeah i know what you're like you're talking about like yeah. jackie robinson jackie uh so it's 42 get up is james brown and then marshall is about uh a young thurgood marshall thurgood marshall yeah i have yeah. not seen those Supreme Court Justice. i'll be honest i have not seen them so uh i think i think you can watch get out right now on hbo max if you have it so i don't know if I there's do. one for it. i'm tired of you flexing xbo hbo on me though to be honest with you Kind of yeah, like, come back. Well, PlayStation's flexing PC ports to everybody. I don't need any more flexing. Um, after the release of Horizon, nice. <laughs> after the release of Horizon Zero Dawn on PC, Sony is looking into the idea of bringing more of its first-party games to PC. Uh, according to the corporate report, it states that we will quote explore expanding our first-party titles to the PC platform in order to promote further growth. Yeah, in our profitability. End quote. This would likely mean ports for previously released games like God of War for the time being. Ah. Other titles released so far are Death Stranding and Detroit Become Human. Both were published <laughs> both were published by other companies for the PC version. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is about to be the new norm for I mean, especially because Microsoft now has everything on there. Um, on so, Steam now. So, so why do we need consoles ever again if everything's just going to come to PC? I mean, Pretty yeah, there, there's a fair point to be made. Of course, Sony, they're, what they're going to do is they're going to make sure that they're going to kind of handle it more of, say, something like Broadway or whatever, right, where they're pretty confident that they've squeezed a lemon on the console as much as possible yep. before they go somewhere else to make. Yeah. There'll be a time money. gap in which you can only play yeah. it on PlayStation before it comes to PC. So that would be the reason you own a, a PlayStation to play it first. But if Correct. we have some listeners who are extremely patient on the games they buy. Yeah. And just saying, who knows, dude, who knows? I know. I mean, yeah, just go look at like the last two months just go look at the steam store at any point until like really about the last week or so. And you would see a plethora of Microsoft and Sony titles. I hear you plethora. In the top 10. <laughs> it's like, it's money, right? They yeah. got to fess up to it. Wait, G- what? Give that, that man his sense. money and fess up. That's a nice pivot. Chris. Good job. Yeah. Butter. Well, speaking uh, of, oh, is that me? Or you? That's Chris. That's me. Shut uh, up, Xbox is not even hiding it anymore with the Xbox Series S is now showing up on publicly available Xbox products. The lowered price, lower performing console has never been officially announced, but multiple mentions have been found as reported on this show. Rumor point, rumors point to an official reveal this month, hopefully to include pricing. Um, I want to believe that it's going to come out this month, but after this past month, I feel like in my mind, everyone is just like, I think Microsoft is officially just declaring they will not announce anything until Sony announces something. <laughs> but Sony seems to be saying they're getting close. So they're just going to go to release date. Nobody knows nothing. Right. Like it, we already know the release date. So <laughs> November 5th, Microsoft will finally be like, by the way, here's the console. And price. There's a price. You go into the store. If you're early, there's not even price tags on the stuff yet. Crazy. Yeah. 
I don't know. I, I hope uh I hope people who want this though, you know, that's what they're looking for. Yeah. I mean might not be what I want, uh, or John or you would want. No, nah, man. But I'm good. But if you if, if you wanted to get Tinley an Xbox, it sounds like this would be the one you buy her, right? She's getting my old Xbox. But this one will be better than that one. Yeah. Yeah. Probably cheaper. But this is no mine's mine's it's free. It's right here. I've already paid for it. Oh yeah. It's like right there. That's, that's a good point. It's right there. She just wants to play Look. Minecraft now. She she found out that you can build your own house in Minecraft. What? You can. <laughs> cheaper than Legos. That's true. I don't know what that means. Because Minecraft is Legos. Legos are expensive, man. Legos be expensive, yo. For yeah. reals. <laughs> well, so hopefully there's more to come on this. Well, oh, I, I, myself. Well, well, I know more that than- I was supposed to play Res 7 in VR, but I haven't. But there's more to come on that too, John. Go ahead. Well, you are pathetic. <laughs> and a piece um, of oh. Capcom has revealed that it will be giving us more of the upcoming Resident Evil 8 during the Tokyo Game Show. 2020 online as part of its special publisher broadcast the game will be featured during the virtual trade show on september 27th resident evil 8 currently has a release date um of 2021 tentatively it will be coming to ps5 xbox series x and pc via a big fat steamer it's not coming to one x and ps4 i i wouldn't imagine I don't know. Screw um, Oh, breaking news on Tokyo Game Show, by the way. Apparently, there's going to be a Microsoft showcase. I just literally saw that. You How, were you like on Verky, uh, Verky, virtual Tokyo trade show.net? Like, what are you on right now, dude? Igan. Igan? <laughs> all right. Let's go to Igan. Let's see what's happening there. Click. Yeah. I don't see it. This is awkward, but. Scroll down. Uh, I'm using an ad blocker. Yes, I am because I don't like ads. Uh,. I don't see it, buddy. Keep going. It was like probably oh, 50 minutes. Uh, Xbox yep. Showcase announced for Tokyo Game Show 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're excited to see more of that game, John. What's that? I Res, said I know Res you're 8? excited to see more of that. Res Evil? Yeah. God, yes. Mm-hmm. Bring me more Res Evil. Where are you going to play it, though? PC. There you go. Via the steamer. <laughs> the steamer? You're not going to get on the epics. <laughs> <laughs> Only if it's free. There you go. All right. It's fine. Is cool. it my turn? still a thing, Sean. Um, yeah, I'm trying to digest that. You know, I want to be a god on this pivot, not a monster. So just Oof. give me a second. <laughs> uh, according to reports, gods and monsters will make its return during the next Ubisoft Forward Showcase. Didn't know there was one before this one. The game was last seen at E3 in 2019, but has been relatively quiet since then. The assumption, you know about assumption, has always been that it was one of the five confirmed AAA games planned for release in late 2020, which Mm. is almost where we're at now, and early 2021. Quote, Ubisoft Forward this September 10th will feature new games and big news on Ubisoft's upcoming lineup of games and content, and it's right around the corner. That's true. September tenth is right around the corner. Yeah, that's John, a, do you have any prediction? That's next what Thursday. The will be. Um, we might see. 
Um, obviously this one, but uh, what is the God? The one with the pig. Uh, Beyond the good, one, yeah, Beyond Good and Evil Two is the one we're all hoping. I think. Well, I'd say you know a lot of people are hoping this show, right? Yeah. They what have about to. Boat Game? You think we'll finally get an update on Boat Game? Uh, I don't know about that one, but I do think I do think that, um, and you heard it here first. I think a Splinter Cell game is imminent. I do too. No. I think that's going to make Chris no, happy. No, we are not. No, yes, no. yes. No. Uh, I think we're no, going to see. More. They are cruel, evil <laughs> French Canadians. When does Watchdog, When does Watch Dogs come out? I think there'll be something there for that. Uh, they already showed it. Well, I know, they but it they'll, they'll, it'll be something to remind you that it's coming out. Um, oh, are we going to? I see? would hope maybe we would get finally get a because they revealed it at the end of the last one. Maybe we'd finally see some gameplay for Far Cry Six. Possibly that's supposed to be coming February of next year, right, John? I, I think Isn't that right. Yeah, I think yeah. John's going to get some Valhalla news. You know, <laughs> possible. I'm trying to think what else they have. Uh, they've um, got Hyperscape, Tom Clancy's Rambo Six. They've got the Division Two. They've got um, the Settlers. They've got Just Dance. They've got Might and Magic. They've got Trackmania. Huh? Uh, <laughs> Later not. Just Lay maybe they're gonna maybe they're gonna get a new ghost recon. Dude, if that was a bar graph, do you know how like either I started way high or ended way low? I guess that's the same thing. That bar graph would look like <laughs> I was like look like a Benson curve. Yeah, I was like, you know, watchdogs, Assassin's Benson. Creed, and the settlers. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and check out Boo now. <laughs> um Speaking of checking out, boys, this next one that Chris gets oh. read is oh. um, this is the this is it. We have reached the final countdown of news. Um, finally this week, yeah, finally this week, Chris gets to announce breaking news today. Right, Nvidia announces their new cards, and Nvidia has announced the new slate of next gen graphics cards. The lineup is headlined by the flagship GeForce RTX 380, the successor to the popular 2080 Ti. This card brings CUDA, RT, and Tensor cores along with faster memory and new cooling system. It was announced for the cool price of $699 and will be available uh, starting September 17th. Other cards announced were the RTX 370 uh, with a price of $499. And if you have <laughs> a brain struck, there is the new RTX 390 available for $1499. Uh, available on September 24th. I believe the way they revealed that was, hey, we can't put a video out on a stream that would possibly do the justice, right, of of like what this new 390 card can do. So they basically brought him like Adam Sessler, uh, Tim Gates from Kind of Funny, Andy Cortez. I don't know who the other person was. Uh, and basically put them in front of an 8K TV and just put like control. I think it was Wolfenstein, and I don't remember the R one. Oh, what happened? I don't remember the R one, and just said, "Yeah, this is what this game looks like at AK sixty frames per second. <laughs> um, and I, they gonna, were they were all very shocked. I'm not correcting you, but just in case someone is literally taking what you said verbatim, you said yeah. thirty, you said three seventy and three ninety were the name of the cards. They are thirty seventies and thirty nineties. Oh yeah, thank not you. correcting you like like you know like being a jerk, but just in case, um, all that should be if you're looking in the market for new cards and you were waiting for this, you should be able to find that anywhere online. 
the internet that Al Gore invented. What? But uh, I have to say, you know, I didn't think, like, I was thinking that the 391, that was 14.9, like, that had been rumored. Like, all these these prices and everything leaked and were accurate. They yeah. leaked, like, last week, right? Um, but I wasn't, I didn't know about the specs. And I have to say, after seeing that 380. <laughs> 3080. Um, and it, you like the CUDA cord. 3080, yeah, I keep doing it. I'm um, yeah. sorry. Uh, as Cuda soon as course, I saw buddy. that card, and I saw that it wasn't just that it was more powerful than a uh, 2080 Ti, right? Um, that it was a hundred percent more powerful than a 2080 Ti. That's insane. And then they showed off Cyberpunk with ray tracing on it, running at 4K 60 frames per second, like it was no business. Dude, you're gonna have to have an I, iceberg. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go and tell you now. Here. I'm buying this card if I can. That's fine, but you're gonna need an iceberg to cool your computer. Yeah, this card would melt my motherboard, dude. I just want to <laughs> yeah. know. I'm excited to see how much the 2080 Ti is going to drop. I don't, I don't know if it will or not, but if it does, it's going oh, to in mind. Oh yes, uh, the day the the 3080 comes out, it will probably drop down. I would imagine to two to three hundred dollars, max four hundred. My motherboard would slap me and say, "Get that big thing out of me." The only thing I need to look at, I need to look at my, uh, I think I have the required wattage in my power source because it's it requires a 750 watt power supply. I've got a it, so. seven, six, six, what I got in mine? I, it's behind my MacBook right now. I can't see it. Yeah. Um, but I would have to but, also get a new power supply, which is crazy. I guess all the PC lords uh, wait, 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 wait. this past week. Doesn't that mean that that's just to power that card? No, you just need to have that on there for the sake of being able to do what a normal board would need on oh. top of what you need for oh. that card. Right. Oh. Oh. Okay. It's making sure you're okay. But John, um, we need to possibly yeah. jump on those 2080 Ti's when the price drops. For real, for real. <laughs> but well, yeah, the, pro- it, the problem I have with this is I spent a good chunk of change buying a FreeSync monitor. So these, oh these yeah, that's right. Cards, good point, these, these John. Good cards point. are not. <laughs> Thanks, man. I think there are. I would you'd have to look, John, but I believe AMD finally did give, or I'm sorry, Nvidia gave in, and they've been allowing more and more FreeSync to work with G Sync as well. I've heard that. I've I've, I've yeah. read there's some settings you can do, but I don't um, want to do all that. You're you're right, John. That's true. That's true. We got an AMD system, an AMD card. You're right, John. Thank you for bringing me back. I'm good. You probably. I think it's rumored so. With AMD, from what I've read and what I've heard, everything is kind of behind a wall right now because everything with the two new consoles is AMD, yes. you know, the linked, chips. right? Yeah. So, yeah, all the chipsets are that. And from my understanding, once that all goes live, that's when you're going to get like the AMD 4 series for the Ryzen, right? The 4000 series. And it's it's also expected at the same time you're going to see their new graphics cards that will have a lot of the advantages that have been put in these two new consoles, to be honest. Well, good. And, John, we don't necessarily have to go up from our Ryzen 7 3700s. You don't. Unless you just want to. So No, I don't think so. Table that. (laughs) But if we get some new cards out the deal, thumbs up, buddy. Um, so yeah. yeah, but the new cards might have might force me to update certain things, like the power supply. I know I'll have to update. Well, yeah, that's for sure. You don't know that because we don't know what the card is yet, buddy. I'm trying to do my oh. best, Mark Wahlberg, right now. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> hey, you're a goat for me, okay? What's up with that? They set mom up. They set her up. Oh, that's what good. Is it? That's Do you good. think it's the hot dogs that I got, guys? Us? I gotta. You guys could go on and on. I know you could. I know you could. Uh, I watched the happening again, and it was the worst mistake in my life. I watched the. Uh, the one he was I was in. so mad at you that day. You were such a jerk about that movie. I watched the uh, one about man, him. It was the, hard uh, not to be. The Boston Marathon? Mm, that uh, one's all right. Which one was that one called? Patriot Day? That's the one. It? It's on, yeah, I think, it's... Netflix or something like that. Uh, Did you ever watch Spencer Confidential? Is it out yet? I have not. Mark Wahlberg. By the way, that. I've... Uh... I've just looked at my uh, orders and such, and I confirm I I have a 750 watt power supply, so I'm good. Hey, uh, you could have just looked in your your PC. I can't. I can't. I can't, I can't see my power supply. <laughs> Are you serious? Got a, you, have clear yeah, it's things. got a cover to make it all look nice. Okay. Well, way to go, you guys. <laughs> All right, we're going to go to uh, the next thing you are going to hear in your ears is how we end the news. You guys have heard this now for you know a little while. Then we'll come into, uh, what do we call that segment, John, Chris? The uh, like social media, you know, we, we connect with you guys segment of the show. And boy, have you let us down again. Huh? Boy. I'm just enjoying one in there, one there. There's a couple, but we are a top-notch podcast. We have the greatest fans and listeners on the planet Earth, and they don't want to talk to us anymore. I need to step back and evaluate that there are more pressing matters that they could be experiencing that would, you know, make them go, you know what? I don't need to send an email. It's fine. (laughs) We've kind of been, uh, for the last five, six weeks or whatever, been telling them that we don't want their layers we don't need their layers why would and you do that i told them we got stuff dude he's like uh the guy that came in uh cobra kai and messed johnny's dojo up what the I'm f- trying is going to, on i'm trying to depreciate your value so i can buy you out oh my turn this into like oh a, a my parking god Countdown. All right, ready? Three, two, one. <laughs> Email. <laughs> Electronic merely future. How good was that, huh? It was brilliant. Professional pro. So yeah, this is the portion of the show where you guys send your emails. Uh, we go over how we interacted on Twitter and any other thing. Sometimes I've been crazy, and I'll go to Discord and I'll say, "Hey guys." Um, Say something right now you want to say on the show. I might have to do that today because we've got two emails, but we do have some Twitter stuff. So let's see how this goes. Chris, do you want to, uh, Chris and John, do you guys want to read the emails that we got? Uh, there was one I from uh, Ryan, 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 Ryan. 
<laughs> and our friend oh. Vince. So you guys take whichever one you want and go from there. Again, if you want to be like Rai Rai Labombe and Vince, um, you can find us at weeklygameschat at gmail.com. Weeklygameschat at gmail.com. Chris, John? We got, uh, first up, we got Ryan, who starts out by saying, what's going on, fellows, comma, and, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> then I had apparently clicked three dots to expand content. Oh, is there more? Uh, yeah, there was more. Oh! Right? Yeah. Um, this is, yeah. This actually turned out to be longer. Google, this Google. is great. Yeah, right? Uh, I have been listening to the podcast for probably around two months now, and it's something that I enjoy to listen to while I'm at work. I work for Instacart, so I'm constantly driving around and going into stores, <laughs> and having your podcast to listen to every week is something I look forward to. Nice. I love I love the dynamic that you all, uh, that all of you guys have, and I gotta say that every time I hear Sean's laugh, I always crack up. Well, now I'm on the spot, and I can't laugh. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> That's that's the most bold faced lie you've ever seen. As soon said. as I said it, I got tickled. Holy yeah, yeah. shiitake mushrooms. You have like no control of your oh life. Oh my God. All right. If anything slightly tickles you, <laughs> it's over. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to ask you guys uh, if you guys ain't watch any esports. I will every once in a while watch a CSGO, that's Counter Strike Go tournament, but. Usually like to watch Super Smash Brothers Melee tournaments. Unfortunately, because of COVID, there haven't been any in-person tournaments, but still fun to watch online uh, that are hosted every so often. Another thing I was wondering is if you guys are into watching speedrunning. Is that that Personally, thing I, uh, John did for a while? <laughs> <that's fine. laughs> Personally, I think that Super Mario Sunshine and Sponge Go- SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom, not the remake, are super entertaining to watch. Finally, I will say I was shout out for being a new Twitter follower. And in my bio, I have OSU class of 2022. That was last week, John. That was. Uh, and both guesses uh, at the school were wrong. Although Oregon State University is irrelevant in football and basketball, we have a solid baseball team uh, and won the College World Series two years ago. Oklahoma State and Ohio State ain't got nothing on Oregon State. (laughs) Go Beavers. Go Um, Beavers. I love the name, buddy. (laughs) And he says, uh, game on, guys. Game Um, on, Ryan. Um, Let me me say that, seriously, out of the two that you say, I probably watch more speedrunning. I actually follow a speedrunning channel on Twitch. It's called Games Done Quick. And uh, they will have some. You you know about that one, Chris? Good Games Done Quick. They usually do like big... uh, well, I guess they're not probably doing them in person right now, but they'll have like an event every yeah. three or four weeks or something. Uh, the only type of tournament or esport that I watch will be if I watch a streamer um, mm-hmm. and then he is either going to be in a tournament like Fall Guys or a WoW PvP tournament, something like that. But I don't watch the CSGOs or the Smashes or the League of Legends mm-hmm. tournaments or anything like that. So I don't know if you guys are different. I just wanted to go ahead and get that out the way for me. I like to watch uh, 2K, of course, um, because they have an actual league that's like sponsored by NBA teams now with 5v5. Um, And that's quite just, I always like every time I start to feel like I'm getting decent at that game, like where I'm like, I could hang on a team. I go and I watch them. I'm like, no, I couldn't. Uh, (laughs) And I just go back to my single career. Um, But uh, as far as, 
also I will usually watch like the final rounds of the uh uh dang it, what is the one called for for Dota 2? I can't even remember no the name. No clue, of it, buddy. But yeah, like their big championship that they do every year, I enjoy just because it is crazy to me to see an arena full of Dota fans. And I don't necessarily understand everything going on, but those announcers are hype as hell. Dude, they get hype. And yes. Yeah, and the, the crowd is hype as hell. And, you know, it's going to be kind of sad because it's usually like right now, I think, when it's going on. Yeah. Um, um, I, I think course, there was... Obviously, it's not going to happen. I, I, I might would watch the Blizzard championships for uh, Overwatch. Overwatch. Yeah, those, yeah, those same announcers get like super hype when they know a thing's happening that you have no clue about, but you just feel hype. You know, and you're like, oh, yeah. my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. I feel like I should start watching Rocket League competitively because I would imagine it's just like listening to soccer announcers, right? Like, that, you know, like he's going up. Right. I don't know. But uh, the only like speed ones, I do like watching them. I'm with Sean. Like sometimes I will put on the good games done quick when they're going through it. I had a lot of fun whenever uh, Prey first came out because the amount of things people in very short time figured out to make that game which is probably about what john 20 hours right normally correct for, for us be done in about two hours and 10 minutes is just amazing like where you just take five steps at the start of the level jump here jump there now you're outside of the level and you skip about the first three hours in about two seconds it's it's fun to watch what about you john you watch anything or play anything um, I really don't. I, I tend to enjoy during the E3 season, whatever Nintendo does as far as competitions. But no, I really regrettably haven't uh, haven't gotten into esports. I hear Dota, watching Dota is really fun. It is. And the good thing for Dota when they're doing those is they have a Twitch channel for dummies like us. And I, I don't say that, you know, like, you know, to to, you know, demean any of us. It's just like, they understand that there is a bunch of people out there that this is a foreign concept to them, right? Versus those who are hardcore about it. John, do you want me to read the other one or you want Yeah, to? go for it, man. You're good. Okay, okay. Uh, the other email this week comes from Vince. He says, hey, guys. Hey. What up, Vince? I had a thought yesterday. Thoughts and, and prayers. Now it's September 1st. I realized there was no Microsoft event showing off the hardware just like they said they would. Hmm. I haven't heard a thing in weeks, and now that August is over, there was no show. What gives? Does Halo's delay have something to do with this? Glad you're back, Sean. And the Welcome intro back. last week for you was absolutely amazing. Wasn't it? Couldn't stop laughing during it. Chris has a phenomenal announcer voice. I mean, don't I do, don't say that. But yes, it was. Uh, he wrote like I, that. He did. <laughs> You're not Vince. You did not send this, Chris. I know he wrote that. Um, <laughs> yeah, Chris's idea was phenomenal, and that intro, I actually, I actually did listen. I wanted to see how it all came together, and uh, it was quite hilarious. I told John during the week, he didn't say much, but when he did, it was gold. Like I was dying <laughs> laughing, you know. Um, it was it was a really good. It might be our uh, top intro of all time. Just saying, all time. Of all time. Are there the two hundredth episode? That oh yeah, or was it the? It was our two hundred or one fifty where when we did the live stream. I think I it was two hundred. Right? I don't remember. <laughs> so terrible. Uh, um, what do I have to do to get a Chicago Bulls intro like? Well, that? you have to almost die and be gone for a while and come back. 
done. I wouldn't give you though. I would. Yeah, you also like, have to bring something to the table. I would week, look weekly. up. I would look up the Dodgers intro or something. <laughs> Tommy Lasorda comes on. We get him to do an <laughs> intro for you. Now we're turning to the line. Is that is that how Tommy Lasorda sounds? I, I have no idea. I, <laughs> I have no idea. That's, Maybe if I could if I could do a John like Miller. Vin, sounds a little more like Vin Scully, which would be fine. Yeah, Vince. If Scully, I could do a John yeah. Miller, I would do that because I always like John Miller's voice. Um, what about uh, what is his name? Bob, who was in Major League. Bob, what was his name? Mueller. Oh, Bob Buecher. Buecher. Just a bit outside. Let me address Vince's point. Um, yeah. I think, uh, I, think, I think the delay of Halo, if there was plans to announce more details for the Xbox, it definitely took the wins out of the sales in August, and they probably decided mm-hmm. to move it to September. At this point, I'm no longer even remotely as gung-ho about anything xbox had to offer at this point because and this is no this is no shot at them i really think i really think halo was something they needed to make this um console launch worthwhile i think they i I think they've pretty much handed regardless unless unless they blow it out of the water with price (laughs) i think handed i think i think they've handed playstation um a sure holiday victory here and they, they, they might have already they might have already quote unquote if that's a thing lost the race because hmm. of, because of Halo. I mean when you when you've got you've got launch windows Ratchet and Clank and launch day Spider Man and no hmm. Halo coming on Xbox even though you can claim 109 games launching in the window it's not Halo it's not your flagship series. I just really think this was a blow to them. So. I guess the thing I look at both of them is, is there anything really on day one that you just feel like you absolutely have to play? Right? Yeah, Spider-Man. And, and I mean, like Spider-Man maybe would be that, but to me, that's just an expansion, you know, showcasing that they can go a little bit faster than what they used to because it's not like they developed a new game. Um, Ratchet and Clank looks good. I I would imagine that's going to be closer to March of next year. Um, I say know. January. You think they would really put that out in January? Oh yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know. Like, I would imagine the only reason to buy an Xbox or a PlayStation Five for the most part this fall, though, is going to be because that's where you want to play Valhalla Cyberpunk. Valhalla. I mean, there are other things like right, like <laughs> yeah, sure. PlayStation has bug snacks and um, dude, you're all, to, be, to be fair, you're you guys Xbox, are all, Xbox has you know uh, X, Xbox will have medium and Crossfire X and all that kind. Listen of stuff. to what you guys sound like now. The only reason to buy Xbox or play no, dude, we just because we have PC doesn't mean that all of a sudden everybody that had consoles think, can't buy consoles. Well, I was gonna say the That's other big things will saying. be like if you had like Avengers and you really liked Avengers right and you want a better experience for avengers and you have 500 bucks <laughs> i would i would totally see why you would go buy one of these two consoles same with like nba 2k um destiny 2 right like a lot of these things and that's why they're investing in that is to give the idea for those player bases i think the idea of like yes come over we will be here and we will be ready for you to support you and you will have a better experience than you were having today on console. Um, but as far as why Xbox didn't say anything, I, kind of what I said earlier, I think it's just, it's all about this idea that Microsoft is betting big 
for whatever reason, uh, that they should undercut Sony on the price. And I would say I'm with John here where today I said, like I told John earlier today, I'm not, or yesterday, wasn't it, John, that I wasn't going to buy the $100 version of NBA 2K because I did not feel like buying uh, or having to give an extra $30 for a version of the game um, when I'm just going to be playing the Xbox Series X game in a couple of months, right? And then now the more I've thought about it ever since the 3080 uh, was announced today, I'm like, well, do I really need to have any of these two consoles for this fall uh, urgently when I can just go buy the $700 thing and it's already twice as powerful as the most powerful one of the two of them? You know, like it, I, I probably will now play Cyber. If I get this card, I'm going to go buy Cyberpunk, Assassin's Creed, uh, Watch Dogs, you know, and probably Call of Duty if I buy that, which I, I'm... This is probably the first Call of Duty I'm interested in years. Um, yes, I'll probably buy all me four. Too. Appreciate it, Chris. Yeah, <laughs> you want to come too? No, I'm, no, I'm saying that was a shout out to the uh, first Call of Duty I ever played was with you and Josh, and uh, you got me all in, and then you hit the old eject button on me. I don't remember that. I don't remember playing <laughs> Call of Duty, but you got Modern me hooked War on the early. series, so no worries. But we did have that fun day. Yes, but Sean, to address your dress, my only point with Halo is that taking away the flagship. Oh yeah, for sure. One buy for the console was a was it I was a hit. It was a yeah. huge hit. Yeah, but I I was I think they still made the right call because if it's you were talking bad. about either breaking this game up or you know saying like the big thing that really had me worried when they were showing it off at the Xbox showcase was ray tracing will not be available on day one. I was like, you do not put the flagship franchise. <laughs> And that's supposed to be the highlight of your new console. Right. And say ray tracing is a later date to be determined. That yeah. should be there day one. And if you can't do that, then yes, move it the hell away from the release window. We may have said this before, and I'm sitting here thinking, I can't remember mm-hmm. if I was day one on anything but the Switch this last generation. Do you, you guys remember? PS4, weren't you? I was. Yeah, you had PS4 day one. That's right, because we played the uh, Killzone game a lot. And we, yeah, yeah, okay. So I was PS4 day one. I was actually, not, was I, I think you were day one Xbox One. Because remember, we all played. Because I got Xbox One day one games from like the stores. Yes. Yeah. We oh had, my God. Uh, we I played, was day uh, one Andy, dude. We played, what was it? Was it Call of Duty Ghosts? Oh think? my God. Yes. It was so bad, too. So I, oh, I had man. suppressed all of these memories and now they're back. Oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, I've never, I will say, I I do not think that things are written in stone yet for for anyone. I would bet on PlayStation just because I feel like the only reason I would bet against Microsoft last generation was you thought, oh, they're really going to mess this up. And that's what happened. And I think it's got to be the equivalent for Sony to mess it up, right? Yeah. They would really have to have something that was bad. And I don't think there's any indication of that right now. I don't think any of the, their, their launch lineups are anything special, but I also don't think that's anything new, right? Like Microsoft's big one in their launch window last time was Titanfall, and that didn't save them. <laughs> and it also wasn't what condemned them. <laughs> this is true, and as we've said a thousand times, that game has gone on to bigger and better things. Titanfall 2. Folks should revisit that if they're interested. Um if you don't want to send an email and you'd rather do something more, you know, 2020, you could send a tweet at us um, at Weekly Games Chat on the Twitter. 
Um, I got to start off with this. I think it's super cool, and I know it was a bot, but it doesn't matter. Bill and Ted's uh, Excellent Adventure 3 was like, they had a tweet. I, I watched that. I liked it, right, the tweet, and then I've, you know, forwarded it, you know, to our community as Weekly Games Chat. They immediately tweeted back at me, and it said, at Weekly Games Chat, excellent news. I can't do excellent, right? <laughs> uh, and it, it let me know that Bill and Ted uh, Face the Music is now available on demand and was already in theaters, and they were going to have a watch party that I missed because I did not watch it with them. Chris, you watched, watched the movie. Was it good? I think if you go in with the expectation that you're it watching a Bill and Ted good. movie, um, <laughs> you know, a.k.a. Boo. let's just take seriousness and plot direction, toss it out the window. It is a good tribute to that series. And um, I think the big thing, one, is that the two girls that they got cast as their daughters, they do a great job of channeling spoilers. the use of Bill and Ted. Yeah, uh, they were showing the truth. He's like, yeah, it was spoilers. Uh, um, yeah. So uh, we have one direct message this week, and this is from at Lord, not Avil. I hope I said mm-hmm. that right. Um, it says, I just have to say, I almost convinced myself uh, to not listen anymore, which would have been a bad move, until mm-hmm. S-Dog, that's me, Sean, was hosting again. Intro was top-notch. Tap mm. natch. Welcome back. You guys are doing fantastical. Keep it up, guys. So uh yeah. There's that. Chris, John, anything? You know what? <laughs> you know, did that intro? The two people that that were half of the people that were keeping this thing alive while he was gone. You're keeping it afloat. You had the oars. You know, you know that that's what a boat oar is. Yeah, you had the oars going back and forth. You guys were doing it. Gotta say though, that still kind of hurt. Hurt a little bit. The best part was that John was paddling in one direction and I was paddling in the other direction. This is right. This is, this is true. I don't think I could paddle boats right now, dude. Gotta be honest. Got a bad wing going on right here and, uh, (laughs) we might be in some trouble. (laughs) I want to give a shout out to, uh, S 10 driving Kelly, our boy, everybody knows that we know him or, you know, as you know, you know what I mean, Chris, you know, driving. Um, Mm -hmm. so he posted a selfie, uh, in response to, I believe me, uh, oh, it was. I took a picture of my VR headset and let folks know that Immortal was going to go down. It was Sunday. I asked people what they were up to, and he posted a selfie of him and I'm going to assume his wife. Um, and they were out on a mini vacation. I hope your mini vacation was awesome and it was everything you needed. Mini vacays are the jam. Um, other uh, folks like Robert Mikado36, we know old Robert. Oh, Roberto. Sorry, not Robert. Um, I asked what they were doing. He said he finished Blasphemous, and now he was going to go grind away at Death Stranding. He then goes on to tell us Blasphemous, Blasphemous was amazing. 18th century Spanish crusades inspired images uh, that were so intense and bizarre. He could not recommend mm-hmm. it enough to us. Um, and he wanted us to know that the developers were from Spain. They got a lot of inspiration from Goya paintings and their horrifying history of the crusades. And they made one of the coolest Metroidvanias, Metroidvanias that he had ever played in his life, John. The storytelling was Souls-like. It was so very cryptic and bizarre. Uh, have What's you, his name again? It's called Blasphemous. I think we need to look it up because mm-hmm. I think it checked and tickled all of your spots, John. Ooh. <laughs> I'm feeling a little tingly. <laughs> I thought John has a crusade to perform. I'm going to say this name because I just think it's <laughs> awesome. Kamikaze Warlord also replied that was a good name. Um, and said he had worked on some Ghost of Tsushima. 
uh, which is just such a beautiful game, right? And then he followed up and said that he um, he could not have a free uh, could not wait to have a free weekend to start. He watched his son play and boo, because he also apparently has Vader Immortal and wanted to play it. So that's pretty cool. Uh, let's go to our homepage and let's see if we have any new followers. This game is dope. Does it look pretty good? Yeah, the, there's a one creepy image here where a, a mummy-looking creature is holding a baby with a crown of thorns on its head with his eyes bleeding. I'm horrified, um, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look past that. <laughs> I think this says uh, a lot about your character, John, that this is what's getting you excited. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, there's a mummy and there's a baby. Guess what? Eyes are bleeding. That's not all, folks. Crown of Thorns. I said it was disturbing. (laughs) (laughs) We also have one new follow. Welcome to the community. Welcome home uh, to at the Chris G. Taylor. Thank you for the follow, following you back. Thanks, Uh, man. Yeah, why'd you change your last name to Taylor? Because I want to get a Taylor guitar. Yeah. Like James Taylor. Is that it? Does that that start singing Fire and Rain? and? Oh man. Uh I think that's it for the social media email part of the program. I don't see anything else that we need to really highlight, but there are some other tweets out there. Thank you guys for interacting when I post pictures like of a um a game cabinet that I found when I was helping my baby girl undo a um LOL surprise playhouse. It had a the game cabinet said game on on it. So that had to be on nice. Twitter. Yeah, it was pretty dope. I'm kind of mad at Twitter because right now, guys, I can't hashtag game on because the New York Islanders hockey team has dubbed that as their hashtag with a little Dude, Islander no. thing next to it. You no know, one likes the true. Islanders. They're winning. They're doing really they good. Are. Yeah, they, are. <laughs> <laughs> they might actually win this, but everyone who's an Islanders fan is probably like, nah, we, we've been here. We understand what's about to happen. Dude, if it's they, like being a Bills fan. Dude, if they freaking, uh, if they do anything like that, that's crazy. I want to give a shout out to my brother. I don't think he listens to the show, um, but today is the fifth anniversary of his kidney transplant. And Ooh, uh, so that, to him. that means uh, he was 12 going on 13 when he got it. He's going to be, he's 17 going on 18 now. Um, and there was a lot of good doctors, nurses, and also, of course, a family who lost a loved one that was able to give him a kidney. Um, all of that journey is every time, you know, that this, this day hits, it's, it brings up some of the, some of the feels, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. so, so it's, that's kind of big for me. I just, in case you do listen, Sam, I love you, buddy. Um, you know, that's, that's it. Um, yeah. Uh, and do we have anything else guys? Oh, um, I don't know if you heard about this, Sean, but I, um, uh, beat Sekiro. It took, uh, ladies and gentlemen, 81 hours. This man put into this game. No. What? 800 hours. 800? 81 hours. He put in this game as a soldier should. No. Um, and Chris, the nerve of Chris never mentioned it, never congratulated him. Can you believe it? You literally just went <laughs> two hours without bringing it up. Oh, well, yeah. I, in theory, I brought it up last week when you didn't bring it up. 
and this is the second week I brought it up because you didn't bring it up again. It's just a you know why I didn't bring it up last week because someone took <clears throat> the whole intro last week to talk about himself what, like he had been off the show. For you know what's funny? I listened to that intro again like other people did, and it's crazy how much interaction actually occurred between Christopher J. Locker Jr. the third and Jonathan J. Barron Jr. the fourth. Okay, mm-hmm. as I mentioned, Jonathan J. had a ton of you know one-liners and 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 just gold. And you and I were going back and forth about like basketball and stuff. John said some stuff like, here we go again. And, you know, it was so, you know what? Go F yourself and the stupid. What was that game you played? The first 50 podcasts were about. No. (laughs) The one where he is a Witcher 3. Yeah. And that stupid horse that you rode in on. (laughs) That hurts. Um, If he still listens, man, we we got we got some news about our. our OG Chris, that was part of Chris and Chris, he's going to be moving. New adventure, um, yeah. God, you know, Godspeed, good luck, man. Um, you know, keep in touch, uh, and I hope everything goes well for you and your new adventure, man. Woohoo! Woohoo! Well, we're um, we're we've 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 done our duty. We're two hours and five minutes in. Jeez. So, uh, this this was on top of like the twenty minutes that it took for me to get ready today, and the what eight to 10 minutes that we recorded that had to be deleted. So my butt hurts and we're hungry. So without further <laughs> ado, <in> that order. <laughs> uh, game on, let's start with Chris first since he's a guest and a homie game on Chris. You're not going to tell people where I will in a minute. I do it a little different. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Game on Sean. Wait, should I tell him before? Yes. So once again, if you, uh, you know what? You know what? Let's throw it back to last week and all the other weeks, but like when you were on the show. You just want me to do it? Would you do the honor, honestly? I do have it memorized. All right, yeah, yeah. This has been episode 272 or 3, one of the two, of uh, Weekly Game (laughs) Chat. If you like the show, subscribe to us on iTunes, wherever podcast service you use, and you'll get a new episode just like this one every Wednesday for your listening pleasure. If it sounds bad this week, it's not my fault. I handed that over. Good luck, Sean. I hope you do well. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, make sure you just search Weekly Games Chat. If you want to join in, in our discussions, go over to Discord and search Weekly Games Chat. And if you want to write wonderful opinions like Vincent and Ryan did this week, make sure you write them to weeklygameschat@gmail.com. Otherwise, Sean may hunt you down and say nasty things for months to come. Yeah, you might get a DM from me cussing you out or something, you know? That's probably true. Pog. <laughs> the game? <laughs> I used to play Pog. No, no, not the game. Not the game, oh. Chris. Oof. Moncus. <laughs> are you going are you going to go back to doing what you were doing before now? Um uh, uh yeah, so we'll just I will hit the uh the game ons, you know, the mandatories. Uh, and like I said, I'm going to start with Chris first. Thank you for being here. Game on, Chris. Game on, Sean. Game on, Johnny Bear. Game on. Um, Game on, Sean. This is Game on, be, Sean. This is so weird because I'm going to say... Game on, Chris. Uh, I'm going to just say peace out, everybody. <laughs> Your mom's box. A thug life. I beat Sekiro. <laughs>